Hey, everybody. How you Ooh, doing? Baby, we got a going? wild one for you. That's right. We talk about Tennessee. We talk about drag being good. We talk about sewing a gown in the hotel lobby. Yes, baby. We talk about me whipping people in the face with a wig. <laughs> we never talked about that. But I did it. And uh, <laughs> lots of we voicemails. Get a lot of voicemails. And I proceed to almost fully vomit on an empty stomach. Tune in if you want to find out why we say the word muncher. Goodbye. Goodbye. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you stopped you stupid little fucks. You next little fucks. You dirty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Second Big Dipper. Ruby Pond. Me Pond. That's Big Dipper. Hello, everyone. How are we feeling? Are we feeling our fantasy? Are we feeling our oats? <laughs> just We're back people. from Tennessee. We just got back from Tennessee yesterday. It was possibly one of the best exper- like trips I've ever been on, but worst flights home. <laughs> yes. Okay. We were in we were in Comfort Plus. We We're not doing this. We're not doing this. It just wasn't good, everybody. It was bad. And I just want to say to the man who took my suitcase at the Tennessee airport when I was checking my bag, <laughs> I don't wave. know what I did to you. Or what I said to you. Uh, the exchange, all I said was, hey, how you doing? And then I gasped when you threw my bag with force. And, and then, then as said, we oh. were, And then as we were walking away. Well, no, his, his final words to me were, we all good? <laughs> and I wanted to be like, I don't know. Fuck, are we, my dude? What I've, did I do? Okay, let me ask you. When we landed in L.A., and Alaska got her bag, and I got my bag, and then the the con- the conveyor belt stopped. Where you like, he fucked that my faggot, shit up. That faggot <laughs> fucked my shit up. Yeah, there was a part of me, but luckily I had the air tag in my bag, so I so knew you at knew. least the it was big in one LA. Was okay, here my brand new beautiful away luggage. That's the only reason I gasped like that when he threw it. Well, that's the thing. So we had this conversation because you were like, "Why do they throw the bags like that?" And I was like, "Well." But he, no, you know, was, the way he threw mine was different than the way he was tossing everybody else's. Mine got tossed? Not with the force. <laughs> the flick of the wrist. And the flick and the okay. look at me. So then when we walked away from the ticket counter, we were we were walking away. And then there was like a little exchange that was going on. And the, the Nashville airport was not that busy. There were like no, four was- of us in line at the ticket counter. And so... We could hear what everyone was saying, so we both turned back, and he looked up at us, and he, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't say anything. He looked at us, and he raised and he his sh- hand, grabbed palm. that mayonnaise bottle like this, <laughs> and he shook it. No, he raised. He his raised palm. his hand, palm, and then he just closed his hand the, slowly. The the Imagine finger. just your fingers folding back and forth, but the thumb staying out. That's how he waved, but with the cuntiest little look on his face. The little eyebrow tweak and just yeah, boom, like the, boom. Like the face you make when you see a drag queen out of drag. It was like <laughs> almost that, like, oh, but then like a wave. Like, don't even look back, we're yes. done. 
We're done. You good? We good? We good here? We good here? And then I went, uh, yeah. And he goes, B7. But he was still holding my luggage and looking me in the eye. This so is like, one of is my this least. exchange over? And then he threw the suitcase, maintaining eye contact with me. And the second one was light. Like, he didn't need to throw it like that. I absolutely, absolutely. And if you work a ticket counter, please call in and let us know. But I absolutely hate when they finish the transaction but don't tag the tag. luggage. Uh, like they go, you know what I mean? They like, they go, okay, I've got your tags printed. I'm going to tag these bags and they'll be there for you. Enjoy your thing. I'm like, no, I'm going to watch you tag them and put them on the conveyor belt because anyone could grab a different tag. And then my, my luggage is going to Denver instead of LA. Well, uh, unfortunately, no one else could have grabbed the different tag because he was the only person working that day. Cause right as we pulled up two of the other employees clocked it. Anyway, we had a wonderful time in Tennessee. We're done. What talking. they That's clocked? It. We were gay and then walked away. No, clocked out. Oh, clocked out. <laughs> they clocked the glitter on your face. Let's talk about the gig, though, Mama. The gig was I, it. That was the most fun I have had in a long time. Okay, and to do it for free? How crazy! <laughs> I paid. I paid to have fun. I paid to do the gig. I paid for that gig. <laughs> that gig was a good look for you. Yeah, it was fun. It, it was fun. Oh, and if you're listening to this right now and you're like fully living under a rock, don't know what we're talking about, you can still today go watch the live stream. You can log on. Uh, it's moment.co slash drag is good. You can pay $10. You can watch the live stream. If you pay $10, you get the option to pre-order a drag is good shirt. There's still... Um, we're doing pre-orders until the live stream is uh, done being replayed. All of that money is being donated. Uh, I think it's going to be a fat chunk of change that we will be donating once. Because we did a live auction. We have a an internet auction that is ending soon. Uh, we had ticket sales at the door. We had live stream sales. Like, There's a lot of uh, pieces being funneled here. Yeah, and I got to hold a piece of Lady Gaga's meat dress for just a moment. And Orville's mask went for $2,500. I bet it smells like him. He brought it to me. He's so classy. He brought it to me in like a really, he had an intern drop it off to me in a really nice box. I know he did. I know he did. You know, he lives down the street from me now. Well, I shouldn't be putting him on blast. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Get on your feet. So Ooh, we, were no in we were in Tennessee, baby. City of dreams. Did you know music. that everyone who worked at that hotel was a drag queen? I Well, yes, I did. Because the first night I was at the bar all night, pretty much. Oh, uh, okay. And one of the people used to work at Play. And he worked at Play. And he was there the first time I was ever at Play Nashville. And you remember her name. Uh, I don't know her drag name, but Austin. Sure. Bear. I'm sure she would have had it. Beard. Did you hop on Sniffies? Oh, yeah. I almost had three guys come over on Sniffies, but then I had other people come over. Um, no, I, I, uh, no, because when we got back from the hotel um, after the gig, they were sort of cleaning up and he was like, oh, yeah, I just shut down the bar because it was like two. It was a little after mm. two. And like, I was sort of looking around. I was like, everybody work here gay. And then, yeah. and then when like he was like, oh yeah, last night I had my sewing machine out here in the lobby until five a.m. and I was like, 
what? He was like, yeah, I shut the bar down at two. I went in the back. I got my sewing machine. And I was out here doing my gown. I got a pageant on Saturday. I was like, you better wear. She's working the night shift. What's happening at four or five in the morning? You just Nothing, have to have I a just, person in the lobby. No, I would just think in my mind. I mean, I love that concept. But in my mind, I like to. I prefer to sew at home. Well, girl, what if you have to be at your job and you have a pageant on Saturday? You got to get it in where you can. That's three hours of good work time. Slay. I hope yeah. they win the pageant. They were a wonderful bartender. At one yeah. point, I got so drunk um, that I accidentally knocked over a drink, and then it was like almost empty, and he goes, I'll get you a new one. And Detox goes, do you think she needs more? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you tell, talk about the Detox fantasy? Because this this I love. My I don't experience, know what Detox fantasy. She is the fantasy. She is the moment. She is the moment. My experience with Detox this weekend was, or this, it's the middle of the week. It's the weekend now. It's the weekend now, but we were there on like a Wednesday. In the middle it was of- like Wednesday through Friday, and it felt like a weekend. Um, my experience with Detox was like, Willem just texted me out of the blue like, you know, three weeks ago. And was like, Detox is coming. I was like, oh my God, amazing. Then I was texting with Detox and I was like, hey, just want to like talk about logistics and make sure like you're all good. And she was like, I'm in PV. I'll let you know. And I was like, go off. Great. (laughs) And then she was like, here's my flight. I'll let you know what song I'm doing. I'm like, stunning. And I was like, just clarifying. It's for charity. You're bringing yourself. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all good. I was like, love that. So um, then she shows up. and she was like, who's going out to play? And we were all like, we're exhausted. We've we're been going working all day. She well, went no, out. She shows up. I was sitting at the bar when she arrived. Right. Because okay. she texted me five minutes from the airport. And I said, great. Do you want a drink? She said, yes. I go down to the bar. I get her a drink. She walks in just full volume. <laughs> like a puppet. She's dressed in fucking pajama- Patrick Churchney pajamas. So uh-huh. They're like neon. And she's got neon pink hair. Everybody in the hotel Sorry, lobby turns who, around and stares at her. Who is the... Is it Patrick the, Churchney? Is that his I, name? It might be Patrick Church, New York. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> I think. Is this like Kimchi Chic, where it's like Kimchi Chicago or something? And I was like... Oh, I... No, but I thought hers is isn't her beauty line kimchi. Is it Patrick Church dot New York? Like <laughs> there's a space. Am I crazy? Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> Patrick Church. <gasps> yeah, babe, it's Patrick Church. View already shot. Oh my god. Well, you know, sometimes you got to put a dot. Otherwise, I'm gonna call you Churchney. <laughs> I mean, slay Patrick Churchney. <laughs> Church knee. That's okay. what happens when you pray. You know, when they fold you, the pews you know, down. Yeah, yeah, you say, yeah, go yeah. ahead and take a church knee. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she came in like a fucking Muppet and like everyone was staring at her all crazy. And I was like, she forgets we're in Tennessee. Um, and no, then she doesn't. She, she became, doesn't give a fuck. She became best friends with every single person in that lobby. She was like putting on a show. And then She's... she took her drink and she goes, I'll be back later. And then she left to go to play. She like likes... a dream. Up a room. Yeah, it was insane. It was magic. And then I was with her. And then, like, like you know, the next day, she's like, remind me, like, what's happening? And I was like, <laughs> come at this time, and you can get on the bus with all the girls. And then we have the little VIP dinner, and then the meet and greet, and then the thing. And so she just shows up looking gorgeous. gorgeous. I was Incredible. Pissed. I was pissed how good she looked. And then she's just... 
strolling around. And as we're waiting to get on the bus, uh, Joey, a play, is like, you want to do a viewing party on Friday night or what's going on? She got a job. She got booked. <laughs> Just standing around being like doing nothing. She goes, yeah, I'll do that. And I was yeah, like, so now you are. Ma-. So she made money. She's the only one that did it. <laughs> It was just so amazing because she's so like on her own turf down there, even though she doesn't like live there. She like works there and everyone loves her. And like, you know, that bar is so cool because the innards like there's all of these little crevices in rooms and those queens who work there, Mm -hmm. they have like little New York City apartments. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's they have like Broadway. I mean. Maybe some old Broadway theaters with big casts. Some of the dressing rooms are that small, but yeah. they have their own room that locks that's full of wigs and costumes. Because think how Did many you numbers see through the second through the back bar, yeah. like where the dinner was. There was another dressing room for the yeah. other girl. Like there's just so much room, and but- there's lights and vanities and mirrors and bathrooms and like wigs. And then there were all the closets for like the other queens who haven't yet earned the like resident spot. Yeah. They can still store stuff at the venue and don't have to bring everything with them every time. I mean, that's incredible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then we we got there and we did the drag bus, which was a quick, short little trip around the block. But you rode the bus. Get on the bus. And you the drag bus. And we waved at so many people. I was hanging out the window going like, honk, honk. And people it was, were honking. It was so funny. Now, <clears throat> I believe you were breaking the law. I don't know if you know about this. Because we were drunk? No, because you were on the road before six o'clock. There's some weird rule Wait, about like what? There's about... a rule that you can't be in drag before six p.m. No, not about drag. Like someone said something to me that was like the bus is still allowed to go out, but something about not allowed to have the bus on the road between like before six or between four and six because of like rush hour or something like that. Be, yeah. This might be a weird thing because, um, what the, one of my Uber drivers was talking to me about this. About Uber like job tra- air. Uber job air. Talking to me about the traffic. And I was like, I feel like the last time I was in Nashville, there were those, a lot of those bicycle bars, mm. like you would all bicycle. And he was like, they can't come out until the sun, like sundown. Right. And I was like, why? And he's like, oh, because traffic has gotten so bad. So I'm wondering if it's like a rule of like entertainment, vi- like buses and stuff. Got it. So someone just said about like the bus can't be on the road. And I was like, we're rebels. But it's like more of like, a, it's like a, like a urban design, like traffic flow law. Well, yeah, not like a drag law. He was telling me that law. traffic was so bad. Also, the fucking Ubers in Tennessee. Like to go four miles was like book us for your town. And then we'll get on the pod the following week and complain oh, about fine. our travel oh, situation. Okay. Um, but I had a wonderful time. National no, that's all I do too. Was, I'm not calling great. you. Out. The food Susie ate. Well, we ate Susie's food. Let's take a break Bitch, and we'll talk. We'll I'm talk a little. Susie Wong. <laughs> Let's take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would 
do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world but those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different you, those are things you can talk about with your therapist mm -hmm. if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's entirely online and designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapy anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And we're back! Let's talk about Bitch, Susie Wong. I'm Susie Wong. Future guest of the pod, Susie Absolutely. Wong. Absolutely. Susie Wong went went down there and put her whole pussy into that meal. She fed us a four, five course meal so people, for the VIP guests. There was a VIP dinner beforehand, and it was it was kind of it was like people didn't really know what it was because I don't know that I've ever attended a thing like that before. Because it was people sitting at round tables enjoying their little VIP dinner, but then the programming around it was wildly informal. Queens were just roaming around, picking food up off of skewers, sitting in empty seats, chatting. But people were like, in the beginning, I think people were like, am I going to get my time to talk to Alaska? Am I going to get my yeah. time to talk to Meatball? But then it was like, after 20 minutes, they settled in and they were like, oh, everyone is making the rounds. Everyone's having a good time. And there were these like beautiful trays of appetizers, mm -hmm. but they were hearty appetizers. And I think people were like, maybe this is it? Yes. People thought that the first tray, and I was like, girl, there's three more courses. And I didn't like, know what? there were three more courses. I only knew because I was getting my makeup. I was getting in makeup next to Susie, and she was like listing all the foods, and I was ready. Because at the beginning, people were like, oh, cute. There's a little spread and some crostini and like the, this thing and some skewers and some mushrooms. And then the meal began. And oh, yeah. Th there were lamb, lamb meatballs, meatballs, chicken skewers, um, like a beautiful shrimp, shrimp dumplings were incredible. Dumplings that were like beyond. Everything she made was incredible. A um, cold noodle dish. There was like a sausage, like a pork sausage lettuce wrap you could assemble yourself. Oh, yeah. There was so much amazing food. She really slayed it. And yeah. bitch, she's Susie Wong. Not only did she cook all of that food herself there at the mm -hmm. place, she also got into full drag, was mm -hmm. discussing how to plate everything and do that, planning the dinner, and also 
filming a documentary about herself. She sure was. She told me she was so like, was I'm so excited to do here. this. I will be having a camera crew following me around. I was like, and she did. Serve. And what did you <laughs> and ask Sometimes her? when shit got a little too real, I would like, well, not too real because they were, you know, it's a documentary and they were talking about the Tennessee stuff. And I was in the background, like drinking a tequila soda, putting my makeup on. So I would get up and go into Willem and Alaska's dressing room because I was like, I can't be in the background of this. <laughs> You're like you're like, doing ah, your ah, eye, ah, and you look in the mirror, and you go, "Let loose." <laughs> they're like, "This comes out in a year and a half," just, and everyone's like, "What are you like, talking about?" I don't about? want what? the distraction of me in the mirror when they're like having like serious conversations. Well, you're not you're not that kind of girl. I'm not that girl. I also don't like to be on camera when I don't know about it or like what don't did have she... control of it. Oh yeah, because in a few days, can we talk about that? Sure. Well, in a few days, the docu-series about Drag Queen of the Year last year comes out on OutTV. Yeah. And it appears every single queen, except for you, is in this documentary. Seems about right. <laughs> Seems about right. And so... That was, um, I guess, if anyone's wondering, that was a choice on my part to not take part in the documentary. It's There's no shade. There's you were just like, on. I have I so much did... going on with the pageant. I don't want to, I can't make extra time to like sit down for interviews. Yes. There was like a lot of extra stuff that was needed to be done and I wouldn't have been able to go to DragCon, basically. I would... Right. And we had the booth that We day. had the mom booth and we were doing like a live sloppy seconds thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But I've watched it. It looks great. I'm in, like, the last episode because I was, you know, in the top three, so. Oh, yeah. So oh, you've I, seen did, it all. You've seen yeah, it already. Watched, yeah, because they had to, like, get my approval for the thing. And then they when they sent it, it wasn't just my episode. It was, like, all of them. So I was like, well, I'll give it a gander. Oh, I'm excited to watch the whole yeah. thing. You know, because we did, um, <clears throat> we sort of filmed... I think people know about this. I'm sure I've yeah, talked about this. But we the documented one. the first ever year. And I think, I don't know. There's there's plans afoot about what's going to happen with that footage. Because, of course, you know me. It, it wouldn't be a me project if it didn't take six years to come out. Absolutely. So, exciting announcement happening in four years. <laughs> Get into it. But I got the my... Centennial. I got my tickets. I'm going to Drag Queen of the Year. Oh, I should have just asked Lassa when we were together all weekend. Yeah, why? Or why haven't you texted her? Uh, you know, it's that thing where it's like... Hola, it's me, Alinda. Alinda. Uh, <laughs> I should just ask. I'll just text her in a minute. Yeah, just text her. Anyway, Tennessee, wonderful time. What else did we do? Oh, I came back and had the worst stomach problems yesterday. Oh, like, I no. normally don't get, like, travel stomach at all, but I don't know what happened, but I was, like, just sick. I went to bed at 9 p.m., woke up at, like, 1 a.m., and was up until 5. I really did not sleep well that whole trip. Okay. Oh, can you I talk about say, the elevator, though? Yeah. So, at the hotel when we first arrived, <laughs> this me is and Will wild. check in. We get into the elevator. It's only a four-floor building. Um, Once the elevator hits floor three, it just starts shaking 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 like not like oh this is odd like shaking to the fact point where me and Willem, like looked at each other like and I your was boobs at her were bouncing and, yes and i just went willem willem <laughs> well like i was scared and willem just stood in fear because i was like every my life flashed before my eyes i was like well and think it. think about poor her she was like i'm gonna die with her with me paul our souls will be forever entwined <laughs> <laughs> you guys haunt that elevator just for the rest elevator. of eternity <laughs> 
You're in that elevator shop. At least there'd probably be some good dick to look at. Yeah, I was like, we would be so horny in there just pulling people's <laughs> pants down. Now, I... <laughs> so it shakes, it shakes, it shakes, and then it stops and it opens. So Willem gets out, and immediately there's a phone to the front desk, and she goes, hey, I just want you to know, like, the elevator between three and four started shaking really bad, and we were, like thought we were going to get stuck in there. It was a little bit scary. And the guy on the front desk goes, oh, yeah, I know. That elevator scares me. It does that all the time. They're really old. You'll probably be fine. And Willem just went, thanks for your honesty. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to um, Austin the other night, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, off to the death trap. And he was like, they come out and check those elevators every week. He was like, they literally have told us it passes every check. There's nothing wrong with it. It just does that. And I'm like, that's not good then. Like, if Get a car, new one. Yeah, if my car did that every time I like turned the blinker on or something, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, it passed every other check. Yeah, it's a very, it very normal function. And I would be like so thrilled when the left elevator. <laughs> it's actually elevator... one function that you would I, focus on <laughs> when maybe making an elevator is making sure it doesn't feel like you're about to fucking die. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, and this is a we uh, a blanket announcements to hotel workers everywhere. For me, fourth floor, top of the building, slay. No, put you me know. on the first floor. Like people are always like, oh, let me give you a good room high up. No, that's more work for me. I have to wait for no. I want to be able to walk out. I see this all the time. I say this about where I live, apartment. Like, I want to be able to open a door and be outside. So I would rather be on the first floor and be steps away from the front door than have to or the go and wait an elevator and go down the thing and boopity boop. So it's not, um, it's not like lovely treatment to put us on a higher floor. At least for me, that is how I feel. How Any many, last how much last delivery words? did you get when we were there? You know what? Yeah, I, think I ordered one. I ordered breakfast, but everything else I, I really, I really scavenged the whole time Me I was there. Too. I remember the second day. I was like, oh, I didn't eat breakfast, or I had like a piece of pizza for lunch. I and ordered Susie Wong's four course meal for dinner. I went to the Continental breakfast, which was. <laughs> Oh, I got there late, and all that was left was oatmeal, and it was, like, skinned. The biscuits and gravy was better than at that Blue Lives Matter cafe in Boise. I swear to God, it hit me a month later (laughs) that I think that the food was so salty and disgusting because I said I'm a drag queen, and they probably put a bunch of salt in the food to make it inedible. Because there's no way that they would serve something that salty to just anybody. Um, Do you want to listen to some voicemails after After the break? break? And we're back. Yuck, 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 yuck. Mother has been mothering. Where has the mother mothered? Mothering for the mother bill. Motherland, mother Lou. I think mother's like almost done, right? It's it feels done out. to yeah. me. I think the minute Megan Trainer made a song about it, everyone was like, yeah. Yeah, and like Andy Cohen asking um, Tony Collette, how do you like that people call you mother because of hereditary? What did she say? She was like, I don't go on Twitter. Don't you love when really She's famous just people are just not on, Twitter. on the Isn't internet? She British? No. Tony Collette is definitely not American. 
Well, she's Australian. She's not British. Oh. You could have informed me of that. <laughs> I said, else. you said, isn't she British? I, you know, <laughs> we good here? We good here? <laughs> that was brand new away luggage. And he treated it like garbage. Because what? Because maybe I, maybe when every other of those people started ch- clocking out and checking out, I was rolling my eyes very hard. Maybe. Hey there, I'm a faggot from Brooklyn. Um, I have a theory like, about the word faggot. It was brought up on the episode mm. that I'm to right now. And when you can say it, when you can't. And here's the thing. I think you should be able to say the word faggot after you've earned it. Specifically, after sucking 1,000 different dicks. <laughs> I'm part of the faggot club. Different might be part of the fag- faggot club. Oops. So will Meatball. Like, we're all in the faggot club, right? Now, that being know, said, it works against people who use it who haven't sucked 1,000 dicks. Right, you get some straight guy calling you a faggot. Go ahead, and give him a high five and congratulate him on the one thousand dicks he's already sucked. Because you wouldn't use that word if you didn't, right, buddy? I think if we go that way, those who are allowed to use it can, and those who aren't, we can inform them that they have admitted to the world that they enjoy sucking at least one thousand dicks. I don't know. Let's give it a try. What do you think? Oops. <laughs> Well, what do you think? Should people have to suck a thousand dicks to say it? Or is that too hard of a rule to enforce? How would we know? And why will straight men keep on saying it? More after this. Ooh, that little sting at the end. I don't know. I I mean, I do like the idea of fighting someone when they say it, but also... What? <laughs> Nothing. I just, I'm feeling slap happy this morning. I'm as lost as Well, yes. Hello, everyone. It is 9 a.m. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is obviously a, like, facetious, oh, like a yeah. facetious theory, but we did, it was a hot button topic. We had a lot of people call in. I, you know, I will tell you that I, there's so much misogyny in this world. Mm-hmm. Um... And it, like, this is sort of, like, a tricky conversation, but, like, so much misogyny in this world and so much, like, everything is sort of based on the patriarchy. We talk about it a lot when we talk about, like, um, uh, uh, marginalized communities and when everyone, like, when you talk about the queer community and, like, fighting for gay rights, it's typically the focus uh, traditionally has been on, like, adoption and gay marriage and like these sort of like the, the the HRC and it's just like a sea of like white men and it's often these like rich white men who are gay men who have like coupled up and they have like two you know in like a two a two income household with no kids and they can like donate all this money and so then they become these like you know, philanthropist, it, it, it just like it sectionizes, uh, uh, it section that's not the word compartmentalizes, yes, the fight, Almost. and yeah, or it, what it's what is it? it segments, segregates. yeah, it segregates the <gasps> community and it, it, it segments the fight, right? So they yeah. go, like, well, we're fighting for this thing rather mm. than like this general thing, and obviously, this conversation has been going on and on, but this sort of idea of like misogyny. 
um, and the patriarchy creeps into everything. We had a caller. I'm not. I don't want to play it, but we had a caller call in and say that the caller who called and said they were visibly queer and wanted to call that group of men faggots had like no right to say it because they were a queer. Woman, Woman, and it was like you're basing that off of their phone call. Like you don't know what any of that means. <clears throat> I just think everything is like way more nuanced, and I think there are a lot of um, think about this. There are probably a lot of people who identify as women, who identify as like butch lesbians and dykes, or identify as gender nonconforming, who get called faggot. So it's not yeah. exclusive to like. Uh, like a gay man being effeminate, it could also be um, uh, a queer woman being masculine, being seen as a gay man being effeminate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is so much more nuanced than all of that. And also it like gives me such vibes, like that attitude, that call that we listened to, we're not going to play it, but it gave me vibes of like those people that want to get rid of like lesbians and trans people out of like the rainbow flag. Right. Like it's exactly. very like erasure of women and I don't I don't quite understand it. It's something that we're just one big community and we need to support each other and like you're saying when we segment, when we fragment, when we break apart and start fighting each other, it's like what are we going to get done here? I I agree wholeheartedly. And, and do I think like also when we were having that conversation cuz that person really got mad at us for using the word faggot like we shouldn't like um yeah, I mean it was half, I was half joking. Like, yeah, duh, don't call a bunch of fucking strangers faggot. Like, it, but I'm not also like the police. I'm not going to stop somebody if that's what they're, they want to do. I just know that for me, I, that's not something I'm going to actually do ever. Unless right. it's a group of gay people and in, like, I'm in a safe space. And I feel like we're all in on the same joke because I just hosted a brunch. There was a lot of straight people there. And the first time I said faggot, it like clearly they were like disarmed. They were just like, wait, what just happened? And then I mm -hmm. did the speech about how it was fun for me. And by the end of it, I was saying it and they were laughing. So it's like, it's an arc. It's like how you want to use it. I don't know. I don't know. Misogyny. Misogyny. You want to hear a fuck talk story? This one is pretty wild, baby. Yeah, and I want to hear one about you in Nashville. Go for it. <laughs> Which one Hit about play. me? Okay. Hello, y'all. So, I have a crazy fuck talk story for all of you. I was at my parents' house, and on Grindr, this ice cream man, the guy that what? was the ice cream man trust by my house, consistently was hitting me up on Grindr. You know, one day... I was so horny, I went over there, and um, we had our little fun in the ice cream truck. So here's the interesting part. We, or more like what Juicy he goes, we stopped in the middle of a main street and parked so that me and him could play around. He wanted to fuck me, and I wasn't ready for somebody to fuck me. But I have a... I have a big ass, so when he tried to put his dick in my hole, I love a big he ass. thought he was able to manage it and put it through. He actually was uh, fucking my taint, and he fucked my taint so, like, aggressively, thinking that it was my hole, you know, like, the fucking, the part between the balls and the butthole. He was fucking yeah, that the taint. whole time, came down my leg, wiped it up with a towel, and... I get a text from Grinder from him, uh, like, I think a day later, and he says, hey, listen, 
I might have given you gonorrhea because I had sex with my ex, and my ex told me that he gave he gave me gonorrhea. And so I was like, well, he didn't fuck me. So, but I never told him well, that he didn't fuck me. So then I ended up going to take the test. I was negative, but I told him it was positive and that he gave me gonorrhea. And so now I have free ice cream and for the rest of my life. Thanks. Love you. <laughs> Do you know how gonorrhea works? <laughs> well, I, can I tell you something? What? I'm not trying to spread misinformation. But one time when I went and got tested, I was told that I had gonorrhea in my throat and my ass. Uh-huh. But you know about what happens in my ass. Nothing. So some guy ate my ass. But if he had throat gonorrhea, could he give it to your ass gonorrhea? Well, so that's what I'm saying. It's like if this guy's saying he didn't actually fuck me, but he like fucked my taint. If he was like pre coming and was like rubbing his juices all over, yeah, is yeah, I think yeah. So it is. I believe it to be possible, especially if you know it's the gonorrhea that really wants to be there. Yeah, but also I really tested, wanted to be here. I want test- this more than anything else. What is this? I don't know. I don't know. Is. Just reality TV tropes. Oh, um, did you? Wa- I thought you had to wait. Gonorrhea doesn't show for like two months or something. It's not an immediate thing. Um. Well, he didn't give a time frame on testing. Oh, he just kind of made it sound like he went and got tested immediately afterwards. But yeah, I guess if it was like three months later, it would be the same thing. I don't know. That sounds weird. Also, <laughs> also, the way you're I... like, e- ear, ear. <laughs> oh. No, I'm just thinking it's like that it all happened so fast. But I guess if three months pass, that's fine. Okay, also, to me, the timing of this has nothing to do The this, timing the, of it has everything to do with it for me. No, the taint fucking, the in the ice cream truck, and then the lying about results for free ice cream for life. Those are the headlines, doll. No one oh. cares about the timing. That's that's all nothing to me. That's regular. That's just oh, that's just regular. No big that's deal. Fine. Whatever. I can't believe you parked on a main street in an ice cream truck. Children will walk up to that truck. Oh yeah, that is true. Except the ice cream truck has a really good sort of block. A little window. Yeah. No, but the whole back area is blocked off if the window's closed. I bet the inside of there is so nice and cold. Honey. Actually, I don't think the whole thing is cold. I think just the coolers are just cold. Just the coolers. I bet mm. the actual ice cream truck is hot. But you'd probably have to do standing for fucking. Did you ever have ice cream trucks come through your neighborhood? Yeah. Only in New York was that a thing. I don't. Because you lived in never a cul-de-sac. And that's like a, you lived in like a private area. Kind of, but like, like I lived in a, I mean, I lived in a suburb, but like my, the street that I lived on was like a city bus route. The ice cream truck oh, came no, through we there. We were like two blocks from the closest bus thing. So yeah, we weren't near main road. I always, I would get upset though. Cause I could hear it sometimes. Cause the, well, like, that's when go, I would get my exercise. Yeah, I know. Cause well, I used to do that. I would hear it and I would be like, oh, it's at the golf course. So I would like jump the back fence and then like run across the street and then Get over to where the golf course was. Now there, the, the when I was growing up, when I was growing up, the ice cream trucks just had ice cream. 
Mm. Out here in LA, the ice cream trucks have ice cream and then they have snacks and candy and chips. And so it's sort of like this like one-stop shop. There is an ice cream truck that it comes and goes with the seasons, but I would say starting around now, every night around five or six, it parks in front of my apartment. Does it play the song? It does. Now, which song is it? Okay, because there's different ones. (laughs) Or there's the one that's like, that has the claps in it. I like when the claps turn into ducks. Mine actually plays, the one that comes here plays Let Loose. Let Loose. Okay, I just got a notification. The Let Loose shirts were shipped yesterday. (laughs) And if they're here in time, I'm bringing it and we have to wear it tonight. They said late April. Mid-April. Mid-April. So this is what happens. I live, similar to you, my street is not a through street. Yes. So what happens is this huge truck, because this truck has soft serve. So this truck has a soft serve machine in the back of it. It drives down my street. It does a three-point turn in my driveway. And then it parks out front of my apartment because there's like four apartment complexes that are like right here. And it knows that it always, it knows. The guy who drives it knows that he always gets good business. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and the tamale guy drives up and down my street as well. So like there's, you know, there's enough, there's enough business to warrant coming down my street. No one ever comes to the street because it's almost impossible to get to. That's true. But the do, temptation. Do, 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 do. What would your what is your ice cream of choice? Mine's the little blonde bubblegum bitch. From Powerpuffs? Powerpuffs with the bubblegum eyes. Okay, mine is the baseball mitt with the bubblegum in the center. The baseball. Oh. <laughs> and then I would always get the candy cigarettes and hide them from my mom. Or I would get a orange sherbet push pop. The Flintstones oh, those were good. One. The Flintstones push pops were good. The little SpongeBob was good. How come they never looked like the image? Cause it's ice cream. Like <laughs> it's like melted and warped. You're like, why isn't it look picture perfect? It's like, cause it's a wildly malleable substance. <laughs> you think, but you know, there's enough technology that they could really get to the bottom of that at some point and fix it. Say it again. There's enough technology. There's enough technology that they could really get to the bottom of that at the end and fix it. Her bubblegum eyes should not be bleeding down her face, making her look like she's crying. Okay, and speaking the of, of crying. Can I get two of those little blonde bitches? <laughs> speaking of crying, did you watch the finale of Drag Race? I did. I did have an eye out for myself because you'd think I'd be on it because I was sitting front row, but they really strategically edited around. There was a there was a shot where they cropped me out. There was a shot where they cropped you out because you would have been next to Nicole, and it was sort of the framing of the Nicole feature was closer than anything else. Yes. They so like it did really did not feel like they me. really cropped it you out. It felt like a viola- violation. Austin was featured. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were a lot of dolls featured. Uh, you know, I did feel like there were so many crowd shots. And not to be crazy, maybe maybe I understand the, th- the, the sort of direction behind it. Like, oh, we want to feature the fans because we want the fans to feel as engaged as possible. Like, oh. But, like, in the opening shots, when they were showing the crowd and cheering, it was just a lot of, like, this sounds so rude, but, like, a lot of, like, unrecognizable people. But I know so many queens from other seasons were there. It was interesting that... You know, when we saw Lady Camden, it was for a blip. And we saw Angeria for one second. And they were yeah. all in, like, full fucking drag. And they're even yeah. just last season. Um, 
which was wild. But anyhow, I they, thought... With- yes, because they moved. When we moved over to that section, we, we noticed that the cameras never once turned on the former girls. Like, we were sitting right next to Kylie Sonique Love, former winner. And well, I she think- had like five or six shots where they cut back to her and Carrie Colby. Yes, but that, yes, but there was, okay, so, yeah, well, I won't get into it, but yeah. Well, this is my, based on watching it, because I did watch it, this is my theory that they did all the performances first, because those all had six dancers, and it included the queens up on stage. Yes. Because if you watch the show and think they shoot it in order, the queens are going backstage, then sitting down, then backstage, then sitting down, which doesn't make any sense. Because they announced the season six, uh, 15 queens and they walked the runway and then they came back out for Miss Congeniality and they were back on stage for the Orville presentation. Oh, yeah. So it doesn't make sense that they would come forth. back yeah, and yeah. forth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because you had told me there was a dancer thing, when the big numbers happened, there were six dancers. But then mm-hmm. when the individual girls performed, they each had five dancers. Yes. And I saw what you were saying about Sasha's ponytails. She had three pigtails on either side, so one of the dancers had to grab two of them because yes. they were down a dancer. Yes. But I thought, I mean, the show, and then the other thing You that, couldn't tell. No. You could not tell that there was a dancer down because Anitra did hers twice or whatever because the guy right. got injured. And um, it, like, it all just like fit really well. Right. Like They re-choreographed it super fast. I will say, though, the one thing that you said to me, I felt was pretty abrupt in the broadcast as well. Like, when you told me, oh, then they brought all four of them out, and they basically were like, Lux and Mistress, you lose. (laughs) You're not even top two. I I made it it sound like it was really harsh, but it was. Like, the audience, everyone was just kind of like, whoa, it's happening right now. It just just happened in front of us. Like, because they didn't know it was about to happen. We didn't know it was about to happen. RuPaul just said it. In previous seasons, even last season, they spin a wheel to see who goes against who. And there's always, there's usually three lip syncs. There's usually two on two. And then the winners of those compete for the final two. Mm. But this time it was like, you all get a performance and then Rue's just going to tell you. And to be honest, if I'm really, really like looking at it, I think it should have been Mistress and Sasha in the top two positions competing, not Mistress and Anitra. I will say in the room, to me, Mistress and Lux's performances had bigger audience reaction and bigger cheers. Interesting. You told me that in the room, Sasha's like wasn't as successful. On TV, bitch. It's late. It, it absolutely so late. And maybe the song is like a little, is a tinier beat. And so maybe in the room it didn't pop off, but like her coming in and that like mermaid thing being carried. Yeah. I don't know. You've no, seen. No, I mean, we all like went up for it. Of they course. were all really loud, but I just think that like the audience had more fun watching Mistresses uh, because it was like a funnier number and she had like the cute props and she looked fucking gorgeous. And when she did that fucking split. Yeah, the split in the, in the air, air was so that, Like people were fucking screaming. Like yeah. it was the loudest part of the night. So it was wild. But also I'm saying that I left before the end of the night. So I don't know if oh, it was yeah. the loudest. That's so funny. Um, the one thing that I'll uh that I wanted to say about oh fuck. What were we just talking about? Oh, Sasha's performance. You've so seen good. her you've seen her iconic Miss Continental performance. Yes. So I felt like 
the choreography was a, a lot of an homage to that yeah. performance because she sort of got carried in on the backs of dancers for that performance. She did a lot of like hair whips. There was a lot of like jerking physical things. And so it, it was really cool for her to be like that continental moment meant so much to me. And I'm bringing that over here to this drag race moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it absolutely she, slayed in the room. She was perfect. She knew every word. It was, And she's the obvious. What did I say before? Oh, we all knew she was going to win. But what did I say before? I said, she's not going to want to go on All-Star. She's going to want to have her own program. She's going to want to, like, figure some stuff out. And Rue was like, what's next for you? And she was like, I don't know, my own TV show, own TV acting. Show. Like, yeah. it's exactly that. Like, she's ready to level up. Whereas, like, Lux and Mistress are 20. Anitra's, like, 25. But I would watch a show of any of the four of them hosting it. I would watch. Don't you want to watch anything. Mistress on All Stars? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like fucking up the lipstick I, game and doing oh, all yeah. of that. Yes, because she will stir the pot. Yes. Now, totally. To go back. Yes. Do you? This is to the reunion. Do you believe that Mistress said that? Um. Oh, what Irene's did, face was melting, or no? She needed more filler. Loose. What was it? That Lucy Mistress said. told Irene that Lucy's face was ugly. No, Mistress told Irene that Lucy said that Irene's, Irene's face, face was ugly. And th- yeah, I don't know what that is. She said, I may be a lot of things, but I'm not a liar. The, I mean, e- e- like with anything when it comes to this sort of communication, because this happens with you and me all the time. I'll tell you privileged information, and then you'll go off and be like, she said she was in Mexico. And then I'll be like, no, she. I told you she was considering going to New Mexico. And you're like, whatever. Whatever. So, Mexico's Mexico. This, this is, this I don't is what I think. New or old. It is my assumption that, like Lucy probably said to uh, Mistress, what do you know about Irene? And Mistress was like, oh, I know her from the internet or we've done a gig or two before. You know, she really like tapes her face up. And then Lucy said, yeah, it's so wild how much the face can be lifted. Like some innocuous comment. And then when Mistress and Irene talked, Mistress but was like, But this is all yeah. hearsay. This isn't real, everybody. I'm making a complete hypothetical. It, yes, yes. But that's how, that, girl, do you know the game telephone? That's how yes. it works. yes. I think something said that was very innocuous about Irene's face, and Lucy doesn't remember. Also, selective. You know what movie I watched on the plane ride home? What? I'm a Sandy Bullock fan. I watched while we while you were sleeping. That the whole movie film where is she lies to marry a man with that whole in a film coma? is lies. It's crazy. It's crazy. She just doesn't say anything. Yes. Like, like they're but like you're the fiance. Yeah, it, the, the whole film is lying by omission. And she mm. falls in love with the guy without saying anything. Like, her bro- the brother, the Bill Pullman. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, Drag Race ended. How amazing. What's going to happen next? When does All-Star start? It, star- it gets announced in a, a couple days, I think. I gotta, we gotta, I gotta. Is it gonna, it's gonna be on Paramount Plus, huh? It sure is. I gotta figure this out. We got, I got work to do over here at Race Chaser. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to be down in Mexico coming up. Um, So if you're in Mexico, say what's up. I'm going to be there next week. New Mexico. No. Cooper's going to New Mexico next week, everybody. And he's going to have a wonderful time. Also, if you want to come to drain your nut, let me know. 
Okay. Uh, and you're not. It's 45 minutes outside of Los Angeles. Okay. It is not 45 minutes outside of Los Angeles. Here we go. Get on your knees. Clean out and just be confident. That's all. Get on your knees. Clean out. And just be confident. Sometimes you okay, shouldn't you just be with something dirty. So confident. Unless you're confident, confident. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're sure, sweeties. <laughs> um and yeah. that's the tea on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's You didn't even put a towel down. I didn't. I was like, it's a hotel. No one needs a towel. Let's take a break and we'll did be back for our last. Did you have the sheets switched out? No, it was the kind of thing where it all just kind of made it on my body except for like one little area. And I just put the one pillow off to the side and I just, because I wasn't doing it in the sheets. We did it on top of oh, the, okay. the bedspread. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. It really looked like. He had put foundation. Like it had that. Like it like it was bron- like that. Yeah, bronzer. bronzer. It looked like he had put bronzer on his body. Because I was like, what is the? And then like some of it was red. And I was like, okay, there's a. Red for Phil. <laughs> the filth part is the correct. Filth? All right, we'll be. Uh, We're taking BR- another break. BRB. Okay, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hi, Hi, Big Keeper and Meatball. Um, Just random question. Do you guys ever get, like, random nostalgic audio stuck in your head? Like, for me right now, my um, earworm is that random vine that goes, to make a long motherfucking story short, I put a whole bag of jackets up my ass. Up my ass. And it's 24 hours later, and I ain't seen none yet. So what are your thoughts about jelly beans up ASs? Also, as a gay tweak, I just found out that, like, people who identify as women also enjoy gay porn. And that got me thinking, like, well, if I do the math, gay men are, like, half the world, right? And then, like, women are the other half. <laughs> so why isn't gay porn, like, on TV? Goodbye! <laughs> You just didn't download the right channels. Okay. I Someone came up to me at the club. This uh, beautiful woman, very Nashville uh, looking in that, like, I feel like she had a flat brim hat on, but I don't know. Um, she was gorgeous, and she was with, like, a big, hunking, hulking man. And uh-huh. she stopped me, and she was like, are you Big Dipper? And I was like, yeah. She was like... Oh my God, I just want to say, and people were really nice in Nashville. So when she said, I just want to say, I assumed she was going to say like, I love your shows. I listen to you guys all the time because people were saying that and they were being really yeah. kind. Oh no. She said, I just want to say, you're really hot. And I'm- if you were ever, you know, to, to maybe realize you're pan, I just want to let, like, she was like, she I'm went here. for it. Yeah. I'm fucking right here. And I was like, oop. It 
it totally threw me off because I was like, oh, I was not expecting this out of you. I was like, thank you for hitting on me. That's cr- no one ever hits on me. And she checked in at the end of the night too. She was like, all right, any, see you later. Any uh, more anything? <laughs> Are you interested in any of this? She like, all right, removes her hat slowly. Do you? <laughs> hey there, I'm a faggot from Brooklyn. No, do you have um uh, I any musics or any sounds that are stuck in your head? Um, forever and always, I have let loose stuck in my head. Currently, <laughs> I said always vintage, have... vintage, oh, vintage. Sounds. I like the Vine, and they were roommates. Do you know that one? Oh, is that not? She was a witch, bro. That's not no, that one. one's good too. But no, that that one I don't really know. I just know like she came down on a bubble. Um, but no, it was like this lady walking down the street, and she goes, and they were roommates. And then the guy just turns the camera around, and goes, and they were roommates. And like, <laughs> yes. that's it. I there's a guy on TikTok who walks up and says classic sound bites, and does hat like he says like two hot guys sitting in a hot tub. Five feet apart because we're not gay. Yes, exactly. So that's what he, that's his TikTok shtick is yeah. to get people to say the other part of like the, the classic. See, and to me, Vine is like more class. Like I liked Vine because it was six seconds. You can get Girl, a little these, You can put an eight minute video on TikTok. These fucking now. TikToks are getting, it's like, baby, that's YouTube. Baby, but vertical. get out of here with that. Um, I've, I'm painting someone tomorrow. It's, I've only ever painted with your butt. Y- you, I guess, and one other person. Oof. No, but I'm like nervous. It was rough when you painted me. Well, we had a rough, you know, <laughs> start. Um, <laughs> there was here's what happened was there were some opti- op- obstacles that I had to overcome. Now I'm painting them, and I'm like so nervous because I've never painted like really anybody before. Who is it? Someone's having a birthday. Another drag queen was going to paint them, but they canceled and offered me as a suggestion. And I was going to pass it along to somebody else, but they want um, a person of color because they're very dark skinned. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, I'm, I told her, I was like, I could do the best I can. I'll swing by Nigel's and grab some darker makeup. But like, mama, you're just going to, I'm going to put the meatball eye on you. Don't ask me to do anything small. It's going to be bright white. Like, I just sent her a bunch of pictures of myself, and I was like, this is what I can do for you. And she's just throwing a birthday for, or he's throwing a birthday for himself, and he wants it to be drag-themed. So he's going to be in drag, and then they're going to go to a drag brunch. That's lit, girl. Honestly, do you. And, like, just, like, filthy rich, just, like, paying for me to paint them. And, like, I was like, do I have to, like, come and, like, do touch-ups? And they're like, no, I'm probably going to get pretty messed up. I was like, great. Do they? Sounds like me. Do they listen to the pod? Yes, they have before. Okay. Amazing. Well, excited to happy birthday for you. Thank you. I just think it's fun. I've never done it. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Should maybe clean my brushes. I'll just buy new ones. I was trying to think of a way to do get on your feet. Clean your brushes. The song that I have... uh, stuck in my head that has always and forever been stuck in my head is Big Yellow Paradise and put up a parking lot. Big Yellow Taxi Now, again, we've been over this before, but are you more of the Vanessa what's her name? Who did it with, what's his name? 
Counting Crows? Or do you I, like the original? Counting Crows is what got it burned into my brain because it all comes back to Sandy Bullock. You know what I mean? Wait, what? Because of the film Two Weeks Notice starring Hugh Grant, famous red carpet uh, slouch, and uh, Sandra yeah, Bullock. When they're like, she like lives on... Coney like near Coney Island or something like that and they're like trying to put up condos and her parents are activists oh, and yes. he's a real estate magnate yes yes and yes, so yes, like yes. that Counting Crows Ooh. Vanessa Carlton version is it Vanessa Carlton yes that version is Vanessa in the Hudgens. film uh but I do like obviously the Joni Mitchell version Ooh, bop, bop, bop. yeah exactly Ooh, bop, bop. Um, but that is always stuck in my head. And yeah, shout out to gay porn. I currently classic songs that constantly stuck in my head. Spiderweb. Not songs, audio. You already said it. Oh, the audio, yeah. But Spiderwebs is the song. Well, you said a song, so I wanted to say a song. Spiderwebs, no doubt. Chill. Kill yourself. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is we did receive some emails about the guy um, being paid $300 to have a butt full of dookie. Um, we heard from a former guest, Boomer Banks, $300 is not enough. Upcoming 2K. guest. Oh, yeah. Whatever. 2K I, and is I the did, minimum. I did receive an email. Aloha, fucks. Hi, daddy, doo-doo dippy and runny meatballs. I had to park and could not stop scream laughing at the dookie segment. Meatball, Miss Thing knew way too much about DIYing a Snickers sensation and Dipper saying fighting back against the turd. I can't. Here's why I wrote. Kink for scat queens is real and can pay for college and more. Just have a game plan for aftercare, cleanup, and antibiotics. Baseline for kink play, $500. Special requests are extra. Menu requests are prepaid by the muncher. Menu (gasps) requests? Muncher? (laughs) I want you to eat Dave's hot chicken. I want you to eat shrimp fried rice. I want you to eat... I'm shaking. Okay. Menu requests are prepaid by the muncher. Also... Also, dear caller, you need to charge extra for the flavor options. Garlic cheddar, beef and broccoli, holiday dinner, ham and turkey, extra gravy, Tijuana Ah! night out, tequila mix, fajita adventure, dine-in and carry-out options are always on the table. Carry-out options? Who's carrying it out? Back in the day, I had a friend who told me about a dookie recipe for feeders. What is it? Freaky do grape, freaky do grape Kool Aid, Fruit Loops, and Red Bull. Now, what is? So the coloring oh, no. is crazy. Oh. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like the poop doll. You're really about to throw up. I'm crying. My poops. My poops. Okay, well, move away. Oh, she had to go. Oh, no. She went to the sink, you guys. Sorry. This was too much, but thank you, caller, for writing in. Jesus Christ. 
<sighs> you know, to each their own. But yeah, pay for college with that. I'll tell you, pay for college with that. You better stack that coin up, Heaney. Okay, what's the re- okay? I'm ready. No, it's over. We we just said pay for college. Get it together. Get it's it together. Happening. Charge more. Don't do that unless you really want to. The the antibiotics is the part where I'm like, yeah, you gotta really. It's like, it's poop. Next call. That's it. We're done. Oh. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dirt Jolly and Spiciest Meatball. You can call in with your own fuck talk story to 213 536 9180. Our email is 91. The 91 always really. 9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad free, and to watch our full video episodes. Sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.